All right, y'all, don't call it a comeback because we didn't go far. We are back at it again. A whole lot going on in the world, not even just in the world of MMA. We're on a goddamn lockdown. We got a video podcast going now. You can see Waleed and I. It's crazy. Hi, guys. How you doing? Sorry about that. You have to see our ugly faces. A lot of shit's going to be changing here soon. We are currently on the Spreaker what, station, I guess. For our podcast, we're going to be moving that to Anchor. It's just a better platform for us in general. Uh, Walid and I do this podcast out of our pockets, so however we can make things more cost-efficient for us, it works out. We got a lot of stuff to talk about because obviously we haven't talked to you guys in a minute. We also have two obviously great guests who have come on this show multiple times, both of them. Jason Suarez and Nadia Kassim have been able to join us on their lockdown. Nadia all the way from Australia and then Mr. Jason Suarez from the great state of Florida. Now, Walid, you're out there in France, man. How's everything going for you right now during COVID-19? Well, right now I'm just chilling, but I feel that like the situation is uh, is the same uh, maybe in every country. Maybe two or three things are you know there's some things that are not the same, but uh, people staying in, inside their home, not being able to go outside. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, it sucks, but uh, we need to do what we have to do is uh, stay stay in your in our house. Yeah, it's wild. I'm out here in Arizona, Nevada area, and yeah. uh, it's the same thing. Everyone's on lockdown and pretty much just stay at home and chill and enjoy your family and get to know people that live with you. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually everyone's, you know, especially in my house, we're all going, 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 going. So it's been a nice, you know, break to be able to just hang out and relax. And I'm a teacher now, too, at that. So I got another little thing I can put on my resume. <laughs> it's yeah. wild times. But yeah, man, this this fight game it has not stopped. Dana White has talked about all kinds of wild shit. We're going to get into it later. I mean, including Fight Island, who yeah. uh, Nadia Kassim and I are going to talk about that a little later because obviously she is an international fighter and that would be her only outlet to really fight right now because she could not come to the States. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, wild time. It, it, when somebody says, hey, listen, Dana's going to get a, an island and start flying fighters in. What was your first initial reaction? Uh, Mortal Kombat. I directly think <laughs> about Mortal Kombat. Like uh, it's uh, it's it's amazing, and uh, you and at the same time you need to be crazy like Dana to 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 yes. think to 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 think about that. And that's what made Dana so successful, I believe, and made he made the UFC so successful. It's uh, he don't see things like other people. One hundred percent. Yeah, it reminds me of like some bad guy James Bond movie shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe just because he's bald, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he is really a, a genius because this uh, Fire Island. I had a lot of people talking to me, asking me about uh, is what true? what is that like because is it was like a movie? myth. I remember when I called my cousin and I told him that, like, he, he, he was so surprised. And I told him that he's even thinking about having the octagon in, in the middle of the, the, old, the, 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 the Yeah, the beach, which is even more crazy. Like, yeah, what if that, what if high tide comes in? Like, you'd really have to, like, plan that out perfectly. Yeah. So, um, listen, uh, I'm not sure that we all, we have all the answers. He didn't want to give all the answers, you know, if you will see. That's so that's he usually yeah. keeps things close to the chest. Yeah, but this time he kept a lot of uh, things secrets. Even uh, the the next card in Florida, he didn't give a lot of uh, informations. 
Oh, man, we'll get into that whole UFC yeah. 249 debacle later. It's a crazy situation that's been going on. I mean, obviously, there's tons of cancellated bouts, like we'll talk about later, with PFL and Bellator. One person that can't keep his name out of the uh, headlines, and we're also going to discuss this later in a greater detail, is John Jones. Your first initial reaction when you seen Jones had got himself in trouble, what was it? Uh, it wasn't even a surprise. It was uh, like uh, again. That's right. what uh, when I when I read the, the story, I said again, like really. But uh, you know what? I have I actually have a theory, uh, theory about that. We'll get because, into that later. Yeah, I actually have a theory about that. Uh, I see you were the one who broke the news to me, and when I seen it, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, are, are, like I, I wasn't surprised. I yeah. even just I I think to you I wrote again like, like for yeah. real like we we all gonna, had the, we're gonna keep doing this shit yeah we all had the same reaction but uh, yeah it's very it's kind of disappointing sad it makes me angry it's uh, it is it's John Jones it is John Jones yeah well Wally Wall if you hold on first for here a second we're going to get Jason Suarez here on the line. And we're going to discuss what he's been doing in his lockdown slash quarantine time out there in Florida. So if you guys give us a second, we'll get Jason on. As always, you're listening to Native MMA Radio. guys joining me at this time is one of my favorite guests pfl's next featherweight champion the specimen himself jason suarez how you doing brother i'm doing great thank you so much for having me on no of course man obviously uh last time we talked you were so willing to face lance in the very first matchup that came to fruition that you guys were going to face each other but unfortunately because of our current state of affairs with covid-19 that is no longer going to happen uh how is your whole like thought process going on right now with everything going on yeah no listen i was that's the only thought i wanted i sort of like wished it into reality i remember i was uh, i was doing jiu jitsu class like on a friday night and my coach came up to me and said hey you're fighting this date and your main event, and you're fighting Lance, and I screamed like yes, loud like I was just so happy. Uh, um, it's just the only one that really motivates me. But the good news is that um, I mean, we got this horrible thing going on, this pandemic, and it's killing everybody. Ray, uh, the the CEO of um, PFL, already told me that the fight will be rebooked, and I still have that. Song. As long as I, as long as I'm fighting Lance next, I'm happy. Excellent. So they have completely scratched this season. We're going on looking to next season. Have they told you guys when they're going to start this season yet? No. Listen, I have. A, I'm being optimistic and hoping that um, that like you know this everything reopens and they say okay, let's do some fights you know this year. So at least I can get some fights in. But I know I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure you know the season. I'm hoping that they can at least put some fights on. And I'm split down the strap with Lance, even just a regular fight, you know. Yeah, you, no matter what, even if it's not the tournament, you still want to get it on. No, with I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I, I, just, I just want to fight him. How have you been, you know, just trying to stay active during this whole crisis? We talked about it earlier, all the gyms are closed around you. What have you been doing to stay focused? Okay, so we're, I mean, there's, I know they released this thing. I don't know all the exact, like, logistics of it, but so as far as I know, I'm doing, I'm legally allowed to train because I'm a professional athlete, so 
uh, one of the one of the statutes they put is that if you're a professional athlete, you're allowed to train um, just as long as the gym's not open to the public. So I've been doing um, I've been everyday training still with with some select guys and just training, keep staying shape, um, putting in work, and uh, I'm just gonna stay ready. Like I said, I'm, I'm being optimistic and hoping that PFL puts on some fights this year and I can get a fight. And uh, if not, I'm just gonna box. I mean, I'll do some boxing fights this year. Now you have that in your contract that you can cross over to other contract sports. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not allowed to do MMA, but but uh, Ray has said in the past I'm allowed to box. I can box. And uh, I mean, have you have you boxed before? No, but I, I, I'll do it now. It's something that you're looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, like it's better, it's better than doing nothing. I don't want. I'm not gonna sit the whole year out like doing non non like uh, competitive things, you know, and just and just getting lazy, you know. I want I want to improve improve everything so i'll box and still train mma and and, and um like i said i'm hoping pfl would put some fights on but if not worst case scenario i'll, I'll freaking I'll, I'll do four or five boxing fights and have you thought of a weight class for boxing yet i don't know i think like there's 147 or something like that stay probably, right around your mma weight yeah yeah i'd probably, I'd probably do that i'll go go in there and, and, and smash some guys up it'll be fun that- that would be exciting. Uh, have you guys even reached out to anybody? I don't know. It's kind of hard to do right now with all this whole COVID nineteen thing. But have you reached out to anybody about potential boxing matchups? No, I haven't. I haven't done anything yet like that. I know that I would. I, first of all, I have to go. Um, I might fight out of country for the first one or two because mm-hmm. I, you know I have to get the, my like. I don't really know all the stuff behind it, but I have to get my card and things like that, and start boxing. And then I know that like, obviously I'm not going to get again some name guy. I have to you know win some fights, and then hopefully I can. Just you know, get some good fights in. Well, that's a good thing about having an agent on your side. You take care of all the X's and O's. Yeah, yeah. Now, what are you uh, doing right now, just to chill? Are you, I mean, obviously everything's kind of a lockdown. You can't go to a restaurant, like you said. You're able to at least go to the gym. But besides that, what are you kind of doing to just stay motivated at this point in time? Hey, so the, the good thing about me is I don't really, um, I don't, I don't really do much. Like I'm, I'm legit a super home homebody. So. I just train, uh, go home. I, my my house is like a mile and a half from the gym, and uh, this is really nothing for me, you know. I'm like I go to the Keys, which is like an hour away, and, and hang out with my mom, my best friend. So, like, like I know, like I'm a homebody, and I, and I don't do anything. So this is really nothing for me. I hope everything goes back to normal, so everyone else can get back to their normal lives. But this has changed almost nothing for me. It was business as usual for yeah, this yeah, for, for real. <laughs> for real, I don't. I don't really do anything. I don't go out. I don't party. I mean, a couple of the restaurants I like to eat at are now not open, so that's an inconvenience. But it's not bad. Outside of that, you business as usual. Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing everything normal. Now, Ray, you and Ray have already talked about this. Lance matchup is going to happen for sure. Yeah, they they told me that when it got taken off, that it will be rebooked, and I'm still fighting Lance, and and that's yeah, that's the one I want. That's like the only one I'm looking forward to, you know. Now, do you know if there is also interest from Lance wanting to face you? Because you are one of the only undefeated guys going into this year. I'm sure that he it's not. Like, I mean, just like thinking smart wise, like, why would you want to fight me? I'm not. Uh, my name isn't as big as his name. Close. Solve risk. The, the upsides for me you know like i don't know i don't know I guess, like i don't like i guess if you're like a sports guy i guess uh, he has to be a favorite but i just can't i just can't put a favorite 
you guys doesn't do anything better than me. <laughs> Most definitely. And uh, a lot of people have said that a lot of his fights are kind of the same thing over and over again in that you can kind of telegraph what he's doing. He's got one thing he's going to wrestle you. I'm not trying to sound, sound cocky. He's just not. He's just, it's, just, it's a bad, bad matchup. For him. I can't imagine him liking it. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he thinks he looks and he thinks, oh, it's easy guy. I'm going to wrestle big guy. It's not. He's the one thing about me. Now, yeah, no, it, I mean, one, he's been getting, like, you know, these padded record guys playing nice and stuff like that. I don't know, and he doesn't know nothing. He just takes him and gets the win. You know, he's good at what he does. Very, 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 very. I don't mind that bench behind me, but, but I broke up. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Sorry, we broke up there for a second. Yeah, the last thing I said was about the Bubba Jenkins thing, and then I didn't hear anything he said. Yeah, I, I was saying that pretty much, you know, that he's he, he wants to fight you and that uh, I feel like it's something that he needs to do coming in as the champ, knowing that you're one of the bigger threats, you and Bubba Jenkins, as you spoke of, are two of the bigger threats to his yeah. throne. I don't I don't think Bubba Jenkins is a big threat to his throne, though. I think I think Bubba, I think Bubba Jenkins is just like a like an Aaron Pico guy. Like he just they had a good wrestling career, but. A lot of he's hype. Not, he's not. He's not an MMA fighter, you know. And and it showed, you know. He went to Bellator. I think he got smoked, and then he yes. left to go fight, go fight like some bums in like Armenia or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, see, and that's the one thing too with you coming out of Titan. That's a very well respected organization, and you pretty much cleared house in that entire featherweight division. Anybody that they brought to you, you withstood the challenge and showed that you are a true defending champion. Yeah. No, I cle- I cleared out Florida. There's like. There's no one in Florida that would want, wants to face me, you know, like, and, and I wouldn't either, but yeah, no, I cleared out all that for sure. Yeah, no, I think, I think for, for sure I have to be on paper, the, the hardest matchup for him, you know, there's other guys. I don't know all the guys that are signed for the, this, the new tournament at 45, but I do know Boba Jenkins is one of the signed guys, but I don't even know what Boba Jenkins does. I think he, I just think he's just like Aaron Pico or whatever. Now, is Boba Jenkins someone that you would look forward to fighting in this tournament? Yeah, but not not nearly as as, as much as Lance. Lance, like, Lance. definitely Lance yeah. is the the name at the top of the list for you. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wait, I'd rather fight Lance, but but Aaron, yeah, I mean the what's the McCall guy, the Bubba Jenkins guy, I would fight too. I mean, I'll fight anyone they put in front of me, but yeah, Lance definitely number one. And that's been one thing for you too. A, a lot of people have doubted, you know putting a big test in front of you for some reason uh dana white was given the idea that you were handpicked an opponent for your contender series fight which is kind of funny because no matter who you really handpick the guy was from att the guy's from florida and if you ask me it's california nevada florida and those are kind of like the meccas of big time sport mma fighters coming out now for you is it really going to the pfl is this kind of just uh, showing the rest of the world what everyone should know. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, Dana White's a retard for saying that. Like, like, yeah, just like you <laughs> yes. said, like, they yeah, I'm gonna handpick someone from 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 ATT, like Coconut Creek, who's a who's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, all this stuff, like, on and change up like everything. You know, that's not. If I'm gonna handpick someone, I'm gonna gra- grab someone from friggin' Arkansas that's eight right? that's that's fought no one and doesn't know from any Joe Blow BJJ. Yeah. Exactly. Like that was the stupidest comment I've ever, I've ever heard. You know, like that guy. That we, if you if fight anyone from Coconut Creek, a black belt, you're, it's gonna be a good fight. You know what I mean? The guy's tough. But um, no, I just want to go in there. And, yeah, I just want to go in there, and uh, like put us. I, I love that. Like I said, I don't like 
you know, Anthony Cooler or anything like that. But I love that I get to fight him and like put a stamp by my name right off the bat. You know, just like finish the champ, finish the the previous champ, and 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 here I am. You know, it and himself. really, if you have a big, you know, emphatic victory, if you finish Lance, obviously something that a lot of people haven't done, that would really put all eyes on you in this featherweight tournament and make you the consistent favorite. No, exactly. I'm, that's that's the point. I'm I'm really like I'm telling you, man. I'm not. I'm not going in there just to like beat Lance. I'm going. I'm going to finish him in the second round. Second round, he'll get finished. Now, with this second round finish, obviously, seeing Lance once is probably not going to be the thing. You're probably going to see him again. Yeah. I'm is gonna, that something gonna, that you're gonna, obviously I'm open to? Him. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm definitely going to finish him there, and then I'm going to see him in the tournament. And if they're smart, they'll put him on the opposite bracket of me, and then we'll rematch for the for the title. In the finals, live Madison yeah. Square Garden, the specimen. It'd be the third fight at that point, or the second fight. It'll be the third fight if if we fight for the title, right? See, I, I believe. Well, it depends on if you guys it, it, see. PFL's got a weird situation to where you could see him in the playoffs, you could beat him in the playoffs, and then see yeah. him in the finals again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. You're right. You're right. Just definitely, I feel like if anyone falls out of that finals matchup against you. I think Lance would be the only person who would replace him. Yeah, no, no, oh, you're right. Yes, yeah, for sure. No, listen, listen, uh, the the title fight, no one wants to see me in a title fight. Like a, a five round, a five round fight, like I can't be, I can't be beaten a five round fight. It's impossible. It's just, it's just, it's just, like I, it's like I feel like Lance, Lance says, I don't know if I never like listened to his stuff, but one of the training partners I brought in was when I was getting ready for this fight. He's an all American wrestler. Um, he was said he was watching Lance and stuff like that, and he was telling me, uh, Lance says he like takes pride in his cardio and stuff like that, but he doesn't because he never pushes hard. You know, he doesn't finish yeah. people, he doesn't push hard. He he likes to play safe, so he doesn't take pride in his cardio. He, he's very, he's scared to get gas. He's a very safe fighter. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a like, magnificent knockout from him at all. Not even a knockdown. Yeah, no, he plays he plays very safe and he he doesn't like to extend like overextend himself, which is he's fine. Great but, wrestling. I'll yeah. give him that. He's strong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now you said you brought in some training partners. Who else did you bring in? You know, in pre- in prepare for Lance. So I just started camp, right? Like when they when they told me to fight. And I had brought in Tom Kinsler. He's awesome. He's does MMA as well too. And then uh, the fight got canceled. And then all the other guys that we were had some guys like around. And, uh, then I got noticed that it canceled, so we canceled everything. You know, I still finished training with him. And then and uh, we'll bring him back out for the next the next camp when I do fight this guy. But we're just waiting. You know, I have some I have guys now on the list now that are ready to go. You're hoping to get it in this year. So if they if PFL called you, say, August, they said, hey, listen, we're not going to start the tournament quite yet. We still want you to face Lance and say, November, you're ready to go? Yeah, no, I'm going to be in shape, man. I'm in shape right now. I'm taking two weeks to, like, get, like, fight weight. You know, like, I'm in shape. I'm in shape. I'm ready to fight. You I've stay been, fight ready most of the time, don't you? Yeah, like, it never takes me longer than, like, two weeks to be, like, feeling amazing and, and going five rounds, three rounds super hard. Of MMA, so yeah, I, I I don't like I don't let myself get like fat or or overweight or anything. Now, uh, you're still at all the same gyms. Yeah, yeah, I still train at Freestyle Fighting Academy, right here in Miami. Shaheen Santana still over there with you guys? No, he's actually not. Really? 
Yeah, he's not. It's too he's, bad. Yeah, he's really good. He's really. I like he, him. He, yeah, he's he's homegrown, like like you know, like from from us. Uh, started at, at nothing, and now he's at Brown Belt under us. But he's he's very good. He sh- he should do well. Hopefully, he still like remains training and and does his thing. Shane's really good. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on him for a while. He uh, he fought on one of the same Titan FC cards on you. That's when I first seen him. Yeah, he should he should. I don't know if he's going to because I want him to, but I, he should be a forty fiver. I could see him at four. He's a, he'd be a tall, lengthy forty fiver. Super, but but the thing is, when when we when like on we fought that day, and I weighed, I was heavier the morning of weigh-ins, and I was heavier fight night than him. Like he he doesn't cut like much weight to get. Oh wow, fight. he's a natural fifty fiver. Yeah, yeah, he he. So he's a, he's a he's a real really he's a forty five. That's crazy, man. That, that kid's got a lot of talent. I could see him doing things in the future. Yeah, super super good. I mean, honestly, I think he's always like four and zero now. I, I'd like to see him. I mean, he finishes his next two or three guys and knocks some people out, and the UFC will sign him for sure. No, for sure. Now, uh, for you, Mister Suarez, what are you doing on your downtime right now? No, obviously, you're always raising pups. Yeah, I just I just had my bulldogs. Uh, golf courses got open today, so so I'm gonna I'm looking to golf this week, and uh, um, I'm just training once a day right now. We're training in the morning uh, morning session, 11 a.m. Got some guys, and um, that's pretty much all I'm doing, man. I got I got I got the pups, and I got golf that just reopened, and yeah, it's pretty pretty simple right now. That's all. But I, like I said, I'm not really like a complex person. I don't really do much. I just, you just like, go jump on the amateur tour, PGA. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the what? On the amateur oh, yeah, tour listen, for PGA. Listen, listen, you can you can bet this that when I'm done fighting, I'm golfing every day, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on the PGA tour. That's Hell like yeah! My, that's like my that's my end of the career, like after fighting uh, goal. I can't wait, man. That's gonna be awesome. Well, I don't want to take too much more of your time. I know uh, it's very valuable at this time. But I want to thank you again for coming on. I want to give you a quick opportunity to give a shout out to your sponsors, teammates, loved ones, anyone that's really helped you along your MMA journey. No, man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm training at Freestyle Fighting Academy here in Miami. We're open 24-7 other than COVID time, okay? <laughs> Normally, <laughs> right now, we have to be closed, but when gyms are legally allowed to be open, we'll be open uh, right, again 24-7. You got anyone that wants to come and train, come check us out. And uh, that's all, man. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. No, of course, brother. Thank you again. And uh, where can the fans find you on social media before I let you go? Okay, so Jason Soares on Facebook and then Specimen Soares on uh instagram and twitter but i'm I'm never on twitter just find me on instagram (laughs) fuck twitter yeah (laughs) there you guys have it the specimen himself the should have been 2020 pfl featherweight champion but don't worry we're gonna get that 2021 title no problem jason man thank you for your time and i can't wait to watch you continue your success here in mma you're the man thank you buddy of course man have a good one you too All right, guys, so welcome back, Jason Suarez. Thank you for spending a little time with us on your busy, busy quarantine. Let's be serious. Not, uh, no one's that busy right now. We're all fucking on lockdown. But, hey, it, it sounded great, okay? Professional athletes, they're still kind of busy. He's trying to get it in where he can. And uh, we're going to figure out what Nadia Kassim is doing here in a little bit. But before we get into all that, Walid and I had a couple topics that we wanted to discuss and go over with you. Starting off 
with UFC 249, which was originally scheduled to be at the Barclays Center in New York. It was originally headlined by Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson 5, but they never fought. (laughs) Anyways, we all know what happened there. That did not happen. The fight was then, well, the fight was canceled completely. Then Justin Gaethje jumped in. Now it's going to be Gaethje versus Tony for the interim title. 249 was then moved to California before it was ultimately completely postponed. So now it's not even going to be in April. So now it's what, May 9th? Uh, May 9th, I believe, yeah. May 9th, we finally got the date. UFC 249. It's going to be in Florida. Here we go. Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson for the interim lightweight title. With all the scenarios that have now played out in front of us, is this the most interesting reason why Habib versus Tony has been canceled? Uh, listen, uh, the reason why it got canceled because uh, of this virus. Uh, then again, I, I'm people talked about why did the Habib go back to Russia or stuff like that. If I'm correct, I believe I read something about the the president of Russia, uh, Vladimir Putin, saying and asking for all the Russians to call, to go back to to Russia so that they can close the border. So he, he 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 likes uh, he like gave them a, a deadline to all like it wasn't Habib's choice, and even if it wasn't Habib's choice, if even if like uh, pretty much if if you want to come home and be with your family, you need to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If he wants to be near his, uh... and listen, he lives in the mountain. There's no maybe. Maybe Dagestan will not even be affected by this virus. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I don't think that it will be a part of the world that will be very affected by this virus. They they live like in the middle of nowhere. Lot of lot of people going or coming. It's the perfect place to stay uh, healthy. And he has his family there. The man has his entire family there. He doesn't have to worry about anybody. He's not seeing his kids through a cell phone like I'm sure he does a lot of the times. He's with his family. You know, his dad's there. His mom's there. His wife's there. All his kids are there. He deserves to have that time. He is the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. And you cannot take that from him. I don't care who you are. And at this point, I mean, he's deserved a little bit of leeway. Yeah. And listen... Uh, he's he's a very important person in in his uh, city in his country. So may, as a, a huge f- public figure like him to be back in his house and staying in his house, he's giving the example for for his true fans yeah. who are from Dagestan, his true family, and he's leading his people on, on the, the right way. So I'm not hating on Habib going back to Russia or uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, this is a uh, something special, something that never happened in the history of uh, humankind, I believe. So it's easy to throw rocks at people or whatever, but. Uh, uh, in fact, we, we are having a great fight between Tony and uh, Justin Gagey. But before that, I'm I want excited to ask for you. That fight. Yeah, I want to ask you because uh, th- it's, there's something very interesting and very important we need to talk about. Tony cutting weight. What yes. did you think about that? I thought it shows to how much the guy is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I mean, we've talked to plenty of fighters before, and I've never heard any of them say that they enjoy cutting weight or that they're even like, you know, kind of like it. Pretty much everyone says it's fucking miserable. I've yeah. never had to cut weight in my life, so I can't really attest to what it, you know, had to go through it. But I, I got a 
good picture of what it takes. And it, obviously it's a, it's a lot of mental fortitude that you have to go through just starving yourself to even make it or, you know, eating healthier, eating smart, however you do it in your way. But I mean, yeah, the guy said that he was going to make weight on that date, And Tony Ferguson is a man of his word, I guess. Can't ever say yeah. that he's not. He made weight on that date. He sent it in to multiple high level reporters, including Ariel Hawani and Brett Okamoto of ESPN. He, uh, he did what he said he was going to do. He made weight for his fight, and uh, it didn't even have to happen. So, I mean, just, the dude's just an, he, he's an animal, a wild man. Yeah. Crazy yeah. situations. I mean, yeah. I don't uh, think anyone is that dedicated. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to jump ahead of you, but no. I, I, just, I just don't think there's anyone that dedicated. No, I actually have another question for you. Do you think that his team and himself knew that the, the fight will be rescheduled for May? And if so, do you think that... Cutting weight before recutting weight, you know, maybe two or three weeks after is a, a good idea. I, I listen, every Eddie Brown is a smart man. He's got a lot of connections throughout the jiu-jitsu world and the MMA world. I'm sure as soon as there was inklings of, you know, this isn't going to happen, he was one of the first to figure it out. So Tony was right there knowing as well. How much time they had to know, we, we don't really know unless they come out and tell us. It, it's a, a weird situation. I, I don't know if he would have told him, yeah, to do it. I don't even think if Eddie Bravo told Tony not to cut that he wouldn't mm. have. I mean, do you think that he would have listened? Tony's a, is an out there character. He, he's, you know, really won over fans with that, you know, weirdness yeah. kind of. Yeah. And I, I feel like at this point in time, he's the only real threat to Habib Nurmagomedov. And unfortunately, fifth time was not a charm. Yeah. And this but, fight, like against, you said, yeah. you get a great fight with Gaethje. Yeah. And it's not a walk on a park. Like, it's not no. an easy fight. Listen, it's a he crazy fight. And, yeah, he, he can lose. lose. He can lose. And even if it's he wins, big risk. even if he wins, he can really damage his, himself because it for sure it's going to be a war. For sure. There, there's much more risk than there is any kind of reward in this fight with Tony yeah. Ferguson. Yeah. For sure, 100%. There's no doubting that. Yeah. But also, I mean, Ramadan. When's Ramadan over? Uh, I believe uh, maybe, let's say, by the end of uh, May. It just started. Like, we just started fasting, so, so it's just been a couple of days. The end of May. Oh, well, I talked to Nadia about that, too, because she is a proud, devout Muslim. Okay. But at the end of May, uh, so what time does Habib usually like to come back? October, right around then? Uh, listen. Gives himself he, enough time to get ready and come back because he usually gives himself yeah. about a couple months to get his body back in shape. He said b before before uh, all this happened, when when they were talking about uh, a fight between Habib and Connor, number two, After this fight, after after all got canceled and after uh, before all got canceled and before the Corona stuff, mm -hmm. they Habib and Dana said that he needs one month after Ramadan, so it's uh, by the end of June. I thought that he will be back by August. Okay, that's what I thought. But the fact that Dana said September, October, which can lead to December until January, because we know this MMA world how it goes. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, I don't know. Maybe 
they, 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 I believe Dana don't know yet. He's just maybe he gave this date because it's kind of far, and he's wishing for at least this date. But there's no guarantee that Habib will fight in September. I hope so, but there's no guarantee. Listen, it's crazy times. All we could do is sit back and wait and figure out how this whole UFC 249 plays out. We'll get into UFC 249 much more next week as it is next weekend. Yeah. What I want to talk to you about real quick is all these canceled fights. PFL has completely canceled their 2020 season. They have gotten rid of some fighters. They've put in fighters on a stipend, which I believe is like $1,000 a month, which isn't a whole lot. It's $250 a week. Isn't a whole lot of money in America. Uh, Bellator has postponed US, or Bellator 241, 242, 243, 244. 241 was on an Indian reservation in Connecticut. I believe that is the same reservation that UFC plans on going to in a couple weeks. So, uh, I mean, obviously that was Bellator's choice to cancel that card. Uh, 242 and 243 were both in California, one in San Jose, and then the other in Temecula. And 244 was in Chicago, which we just found out earlier, a couple, well, I believe six days ago, which was Chandler versus Benson Henderson. That is now yeah. postponed as well. Crazy times. I mean, it, it sucks for these fighters because obviously, as you and I know, fighters only make money when they fight. Yeah. And uh, those two companies, uh, as great as they are, they are not as big as the UFC. Right. So they can't make, you know, deals like the UFC. You have, the UFC can actually have cards without any crowd, you know. Yes. They don't need, yeah. They, they, they don't are need so the revenue big. from the yeah. gate. They are so big that they can handle it without the revenue and, you know. And keep on moving. But Bellator and PFL, I believe it's harder than that. So uh, it's very tricky. Uh, I hope that every, uh, everything will be okay. Even though you said that they give the fighters like a thousand dollar, it's better than nothing. That's just PFL. Bellator, I know for sure for their 241 fighters, had paid out everybody win and show bonus money. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure to sure Coker took care of everybody 242. 43 and 44 coker is pretty good at taking care of his guys i haven't heard anything about anyone losing on a whole lot of money i mean just uh, obviously the situations that we're in right now yeah cormier actually dc talked about uh, coker saying that he's uh he's a very nice man and he really handled the situation very well with the fighters he have a good relationship with fighters there's a lot of respect with fighters and uh Still, still, till this day, he has I've a good relationship him, with DC. I've met him twice, okay? Yeah. We're just little alone fucking podcasters, media guys. He's been nothing but nice to me, had nothing but respect, shook my hand, treated me like I was fucking Ariel Hawani. You know yeah. what I mean? He's been, he, that's just the type of guy he is. He doesn't care if you're the headliner or the first guy out of the card. He's going to look at you the same way. He's going to take care of you. She's a great guy, Scott Coker. Uh, I love the entire Bellator organization, all those guys over there. Every time we go there, we were supposed to be covering 242 and 243, which I believe this weekend and then two, three weekends from now. But, uh, yeah, we're not doing any of that. California yeah. shut it all down. I was even thinking about the, the, the summer. I thought that maybe Bellator would have a card here in France during the summer. They even created a, a, a French Instagram account for Bellator. But uh, I believe they post something saying that everything got uh, canceled and postponed. So, but nobody knows what's going on. Listen, one man who didn't give a damn about being postponed, canceled, locked down, or anything else is Mr. John Jones. He said, fuck it, give me my gun. I'm going to go drive around and pop fucking, you know, gunshots off the side of the yeah. car. 
I don't really think that was a good idea while driving to just shoot out the window. But uh, I guess if you're the UFC light heavyweight champion, John Jones, you can do whatever you want in your eyes. He can't keep himself out of the news. Like we said earlier, it's like, again, uh, it's the most craziest situation ever. Wally, while you had a theory on why this yeah. all went down, could you please share that theory with us now? Yeah, I actually think that uh, it's bad for his image, but I think that he thinks that it's not bad for him. Because let me explain. Uh, if you recall his last fights, Yes. Uh, John Jones really tried to change his behavior in uh, the press conference. He didn't look Indeed. natural. Yeah, it it was weird. Okay, it's it's like like uh, a guy that was trapped in a cage and he didn't even you know he wasn't being allowed to really act like he really could. And he really had a leash should. on him. Yeah. So and those last fights, his uh, they weren't his best fights. His uh, prestation uh, wasn't that good. He didn't fight well. Even his last fight, a lot of Listen, people say I that was he at I was at the Anthony Smith fight, and I was at the Thiago Santos fight. I thought he yeah. lost to Santos. Yeah. I was there. I 100% wholeheartedly thought that he lost to Dominic. I, I don't care what the hell you say. Watch that fight over and over and over again. Dominic Reyes should be the UFC light heavyweight champion right now, currently. Unfortunately, we know in Houston, they don't know how to judge very well. So that fight went to John Jones because he is John Jones, and they yeah. gave him that win. And but, he, he, yeah, even if, uh, let's say, he re clearly won those three fights, the, uh, his opponents got more positive uh, comebacks than him. Anthony Smith, people said that he had big hearts. Uh, yeah, Santos, people are still amazed of how he, he could continue the how fight. How he even walked ACL. out of the octagon yeah. that night. Which is inhuman. Like, and I've physically seen him walking out of the octagon, so yeah. I, I can attest to it. The man walked out of the octagon that night. Craziness. Man. And, Re and Reyes is the only person that was chasing John Jones in the octagon. Dude, Reyes looked like a man possessed that night. I really thought... I Honestly, if they fight again, Reyes knocks him out. I, I feel that. And I feel yeah. like it's going to be a Shogun versus Machida situation. So, this is my theory, okay? The last time he fought those three fights, he, he was changing his behavior in front of the press, in his house, everything. It didn't work out well for him. No. So maybe he thought, you know what? Fuck this. I will go out. I will drink. I will do my crazy behavior because that's what brought me here. Yeah. Let's imagine. Maybe it's that, okay? Because in in the world of sports, the the because there's pro athlete, there's great athlete, but the genius of the, each and every sport, they have that kind of little craziness in them. And maybe he he prefers. You know what? I will embrace my craziness. I will embrace it because that's why I, when I was young, I was 23, 24, 25, I was destroying former champions and yeah. former legends of the game. So mm. why change right now? Let's keep keep on being crazy. And maybe that's that. I, I'm not sure about that, but that's my theory. You never know. Maybe yeah. he say, fuck it. it. It's not hurting my fighting style, so let's just yeah. keep doing it. I mean, it keeps him out of the octagon because he does stupid shit, but... Yeah, it's just a crazy situation. One last thing, and then I'm gonna leave it at that. Do you think the UFC strips him of his title? No, I don't think so. Do you think if it was gonna happen, it would have already been? There's uh, maybe he was saved by this. What's happening right now? So the the fo the focus is not on him. Did you see the video? 
Uh, I actually did not. I need it was, to see. It was bad. You need. Oh yeah, he was. It was yeah, bad. yeah. He was talking to the cop, saying that he, he yes. have a yeah short loss memory or stuff yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, yeah, I actually heard about it. I didn't see it. It's kind of sad when you watch it. It is. Yeah, it is. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, it's John Jones. And you know. Uh, we talked about his former, you know, cohort, Anthony Smith period for a second. He had another interesting situation happen to him. He had an intruder actually break into his house. Uh, he obviously Anthony Smith was in the middle of the night. His wife woke him up, said someone is downstairs. Anthony, you know, goes into protective dad mode and goes downstairs and there's a man standing in his house and, you know, they get into a scuffle. You know, Anthony Smith does everything that he can, holds the guy back. The police come arrest the guy. Crazy situation. So even on lockdown, you're not even safe in your own home. Yeah, uh, that was uh, a creepy story. It's something that I actually, I have sometimes a nightmare about it. I don't know why people bring it into to my house or my parents' house or. So it was weird watching it. But what was weird, more weird and more scarier is that if listen, if Anthony Smith can hand can't really handle easily. A guy, an intruder in his house. I will not. I can't. If he, if he can't, for Listen, sure I can't. I live in Arizona, and we carry guns out here. Yeah. I will shoot you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So that that you know what? Maybe maybe this is maybe you the U.S. have something there. Maybe you are right because there are some countries that you can't do that. You, you're not allowed to have a, a weapon in your house. Listen, there's some criminals, countries if you... Criminals yeah. don't listen to laws. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. No, but there's countries if, if there's someone in your house trying to rob you or kill you, if you kill him, you can end up in jail. Okay? So props to the U.S. maybe for that, but it's crazy. Uh, and it's we'll scary. And uh, yeah, and Smith is uh, he, he's a beast, man. The way, he totally. the, the way he described the story was amazing. Uh, yeah, he broke it all down on the Hawani show right after yeah. it happened. I mean, this is a crazy situation. And obviously, John Jones, again, couldn't shut his mouth talking shit on the Internet about the whole situation. Just class act, Mr. John Jones himself. Yeah, all, 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 always, of course. Of course, John Jones. But, uh, yeah. Now, speaking of Hawani, Hawani's got a new show out with DC, man. I, I know that you give it high praise. Tell me. What do you enjoy the most about it? Uh, you know what? I enjoy them talking about everything, uh, everything in general. They are talking about, they talked about a girl that was, was bullying Ariel when he was young. They are talking about, <laughs> listen, they are talking about. Is that why Ari he started the boxing? Uh, yeah, boxing? listen, they were talking about Ariel asking DC to protect him from Darren Tail because he trash talked Darren Tail and Darren <laughs> Tail. They, listen, they are the greatest entertainer right now in the MMA world. They are talking about everything and nothing. And DC is funny as hell. Uh, Ariel, actually, I'm liking him more right now because he's, uh, he has more freedom, I feel. Like, he's not he's giving showing up. his personality more. Yeah, he's, ta he's, ta he's saying it like it is. No more Ariel Hawani crying. No more Ariel Hawani hiding about, uh, or hiding behind stuff. 
It's Ariel Hawani coming out and saying, listen, this is who I am. I would, t- I would try uh, to talk trash with MMA fighters. And it's great. I, I, I'm i loving it. Dylan Dennis that he's got better striking than him. Yeah, he, he, said, <laughs> that. he said that he's be- better striking than Dylan Dennis and Ben Askren. And DC told him, that you know what? Maybe great. DC told him, maybe you have better striking than those two. This is how crazy yo, this shit yo, is going. The, the, the funniest part that I heard DC say in the whole thing is he said something about Askren. He said some shit like... Uh, he was about to win a world title in the UFC and not be able to fight. Yeah. He didn't know how to fight. Just know how to wrestle. Just yeah. go in there and wrestle somebody. That's all he could do. It's uh, it's amazing. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying uh, listening to them. It's a great show, and uh, you know, it's just distracting us and giving us entertainment in the, in those difficult times. For sure, as we are trying to do for everyone right now as well, trying to distract y'all from this bullshit. Yeah. Well. That uh, kind of wraps it up for our current event recap. Everything that's going on section. We got Miss Nadia Cassie. I'm gonna come up next. Miss 187 Australia's own coming to rep it for us one more time. So if you give us a minute, I will get her on the line. As always, you are listening and now watching Native MMA Radio. guys joining me at this time is one of my favorite guests australia's own nadia cassium how you doing miss nadia hey i'm back again <laughs> right again yeah it's like our fifth time right fifth time's a charm this time's a little different right now you're in lockdown man it's a crazy situation that our world is in how are you just kind of trying to stay active and sane at this point you know, I've just been um, sticking to what I've always wanted to do, just like train. And as most people know, like I'm kind of a bit of a loner anyway. So I don't really like overly go out and things like that. Um, and I'm good with adjusting to change. So for me, even though everything was kind of drastic, the only change I had to adapt to was seeing more people outdoors because, you know, everyone's doing the exercise and, you know, suddenly there's like couples and families everywhere. And I'm like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> this is my street now. <laughs> now they're getting in your well. zone now. Yeah, exactly. But it's honestly it's okay. Like I've I've done well and I think that um it's all gonna blow over shortly. So I've kept it down, you know, it's been well. Well, I see the boxing uh boxing bag right behind you. Are you getting some rounds in over there? Yeah, we got this live bag. It's actually really light though. It's I've been using it, but it's horrible because it makes a lot of noise. Like, because I've been attached it to the the thing outside, the and it's yeah, and I, you just move it, and the whole thing just shakes. Like, the neighbors hate us. The neighbors hate us, but it's alright. They understand. <laughs> I'm sure they understand. I mean, you're living next to a professional fighter. There's some things you're gonna have to deal with. Yeah, right. I mean, I've never, we've never discussed it, but they always see me like on the daily, you know, when I would go training on my workout gear and all. And yeah, so they and our places are really close to each other, so I'm sure they hear everything, but it's all good. They love it. <laughs> they can't complain. If they do, they can tell me. Right? No, for sure. And I'm sure yeah. no one's going to come knocking your door like, hey, listen, you guys are a little loud. Oh, yeah, a bit ballsy. <laughs> Someone <laughs> do that, but. <laughs> 
Look, do you know who that is? That's the UFC girl on the street. You don't want to fuck with her. She's crazy. Yeah, smart. Smart advice. <laughs> Roll with that. <laughs> so, yeah. How are you, mate? You been coping all right, sir? Yeah, it's just trying to. I mean, it's... I mean, I guess this is kind of like our new normal that we're going to be dealing with here for a little bit. It's uh, yeah. something that we're just going to have to get used to. I'm, it's, it's weird for me because, like, next week I was supposed to be going to the Bellator fights covering those and, like, everything's canceled. So it's just everything's kind of on standstill. Yeah, that would have been amazing for you. I know you'll really enjoy that type of stuff, covering that. That would be sick. But it's all right. I mean, the opportunity will arise again. It's just oh, better sure. to be able to yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, there's definitely many more. Plus, it gives me more time to just upgrade my equipment, keep going, and then just doing more interviews, getting this thing. I feel like doing video interviews like this is going to be more of the normal nowadays than uh, doing, you know, face-to-face interviews. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more convenient. Lockdown or not, like, I think it's more convenient anyway. Well, especially for us. always on the go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, for you... What have you been, have you been just your same routine? Anything, has anything really changed for you besides obviously not being able to go to the gym and interact with training partners? Um, no, not too much. I mean, the only thing that is like, I have to actually travel, like I'll go somewhere with my coach and then like we will do our own training somewhere, like outdoors. Um, it just sucks because I'll be sparring and grappling. Like, and I think that grappling is something that I've been trying to work on the most. And then I don't have the opportunity, so kind of sucks. And yeah, like I was, I'm not really meant to reveal anything, but I, I'm, I do have a fight booked, and that's something that I'm supposed to happen soon. So I'm just trying to stay ready as much as I can. And it's hard though for weight cuts and things like that. That's what sucks because, you know, I, I've, as everyone knows, other people should know. Like I said, I'm not going to buy flyweight. I want to go to strawweight, back to strawweight. So for me to like go down that low and then like be unsure as well, it's like really confronting and it's a bit scary but it's a risk so i'm just trying to manage and everything else but mentally i'm good and i'm coping and i'm taking care of myself and you know i'm just doing what i have to do to get by yeah and i think just the fact that this is gonna be a lot of like you can build on your mental game a lot of like fight iq yeah. stuff you know just studying film and stuff like that now for you you've been very vocal you said you were down to fight on fight island you're ready to go yeah. dana's in the jet yeah, Dana, let's go now. Um, well, honestly, it doesn't really matter where it is or like I'm down to go. But of course, all I gotta worry about is our flight restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. We can't do, leave. The do state. you guys have? Do you guys have? You guys cannot leave the state. If you guys leave, state, yeah. if you do leave the state, what happens? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming like when you come back, you have to be quarantined. Quarantine. But the thing is, we're not allowed to leave, so. So, yeah, you can't leave at all. So there's no visas, no nothing, not even a private jet. Yeah, see, that's something that I was thinking. I was like, if like you get a private jet, Because I know they were talking yeah, during exactly. that whole Khabib thing, like he could leave Russia only on a private jet type situation. Yeah, well, I think that would be a similar situation. But the thing is, like, would Dana White or the UFC cater to... Who the fuck has a flying jet just sitting around? <laughs> yeah, I know. Or, like, cater to us Aussies who are not, we're not, like star athletes for him you know what i mean so it's not worth i would say you are i would not knock yourself like that you think that no yeah i do 
There's a lot of upcoming Australians who are really going to be making waves here, especially if you even just group together you and New Zealand. That whole region is just a huge. If if it's a big, if it's a group of us, of course, because I mean, you look, you got Alex, you got Rob Whittaker, and you got Israel. Like those three are the like the highest. Yes. New Zealand. Uh, if you put them on a plane with all of us, and yeah, that makes sense. But just a few of us here and there that are like, fuck, we don't need you guys. <laughs> now, yeah, uh, yeah. Do, now I know you. the United States has a stipulation to where if you're a professional athlete, you can do pretty much the training that you need for your, you know, sport. Or do, does Australia have anything like that in place? Sorry? Does Australia have anything in place to where you're able to train and do whatever you need to train in your sport? No. There's no facilitation for any of us. There's nothing we can do except for out, outdoor. Like, we can go to parks. We can do There's nothing else. Football, there's no soccer. There's nothing happening. So... MMA and UFC marks the first to you know compete, then that'd be amazing. Everyone's bored. Everyone's watching repeats, Formula One, like cars. Everyone's watching like repeats on any type of thing you know that they can. You know, for example, my stepfather they did to the cars and things like that. So they're just watching shit like that, but they want the real deal. Everyone's new action. Yeah, there's a type of situations where you don't even know when it's going to be lifted, so you almost got to just got to stay fight ready. Literally. That's what it's all about, staying fight ready. That's why I've got this like new meal sponsor on board um, as well, Fit and Healthy Chef, and they're helping me out. Like, because I, I had a meal plan with my dietitian. Um, his name is Jordy from the Fight Dietitian. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, he he can send me like meal prep, like stuff to cook and all that. But the thing is, every week like if you monitor my weight, and then it's like you know, flights kind of. So he's teamed up with them as well, and they've been both helping me out. And I appreciate everything because I feel like I've got all the right support around me right now. Like, I'm just doing what I can, but everyone's great. Like, my strength coach is sending me programs to do at home, um, all the limited supplies that I need. If I really wanted to, I'm sure he'd let me borrow some stuff. Like, he's really cool. Anomaly performance has been amazing. And then I've got my Australian top team coaches, Ashkan and Saman, who... Of course, there for me. Like whenever you want to train, come down. Like even to their personal residence, you know, that they're really catering that way. So, yeah, everyone's been great. That's good. How did the uh, the new deal with the um, uh, sorry, your meal plans? How did that all work out? How'd that come together? Sorry. How did the deal with your new meal plans? Yeah, how'd that come together? Yes. So basically, I, I I got approached by them, and I know that in the past, Jordy, my dietitian, has mentioned them to me. But um, I don't know why I was so hesitant in the past. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a money thing or um, if it was just, like, I'd like to cook as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then after I, think I was prepping for about five, six weeks, then I was locked down, things started happening. I was like, you know, I'm kind of over it, like, over prepping my own meals. But so I'll just try it out. And then they did hit me up as well, and they offered me a decent deal. And then, um, yeah, we've gone from there. And this is the second week um, of meals now. And honestly, like, flavor-wise, I was like, why didn't I do this before? Like, because I've obviously, like, been – I can make my own food well, but obviously I'm trying to, like, keep diet food. There's nothing saucy yeah. and as enjoyable as I'd want to make it. But the, it's honestly, it's amazing. And I was like, fuck, I feel stupid. <laughs> I should have done this way 
early on. It's amazing. I love it. No complaints. So they're not lacking in the flavor department at all? Not at all. Not at all. And like my quantity size is like slim maintenance, mm-hmm. you know? And there's like performance gain. There's performance and then there's muscle gain. There's so many different ones. But like I thought it wouldn't be enough. He goes, no, nah, I think you need more, but I'm fine. Like I'm full all the time. I don't go hungry. And that's the main thing. Like you're not meant to starve, you know, there's a right and wrong way of dieting. And my biggest mistake in the past, especially to make straw weight, was thinking you have to be hungry to be making weight. Mm. You know, you're starving yourself, yeah, it's the right way, but it's not. But yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. I'm enjoying the learning process. Definitely. There's a big, huge science behind what you put in your body and it, having somebody it right there, you know, helping you, giving, you know, meal prepping everything for you, just that extra effort and something that you don't have to worry about and stress over. Oh my God. It's literally like, I feel like I should be stressed about food unnecessarily. Like it's something that you shouldn't even be worried about. And it's something for me that like, Oh, I got to go home. I'm going to make this, this, this. I have time to go home and then go to the gym and then train and all like that stuff that gets me i don't know why i freak out about it so much um but now that i have that one less thing off my head i'm like all i gotta worry about is sweating sweating and busting my ass and training that's it and doing my house things you know what i mean which is normal like house things is house thing everyone's got to do it but that's it you know what i mean and it's it's actually a big relief no most definitely now uh obviously this whole thing is kind of up in the air on when it's going to be over now yeah. for you being a fighter you're ready to go right now correct yeah when ready. was your fight scheduled you had a fight scheduled it was supposed to be like the next couple of weeks correct uh no a bit, bit more than that and then to be like in the next month or so about five weeks damn so you were yeah. almost looking for that payday here in about five weeks yeah so you kind of like prepare for that and then you if you don't get it it's like Oh, well, I haven't fought since October, you know, bit of a yeah. while. Yeah. And especially with everything that's going on right now, it's it's really up in the air because, I mean, if you look at, like, our current situation, I mean, Habib just said, I'm not coming anywhere. I'm not fighting. Find a replacement. Now we got Gaethje coming in here. They're coming up from different fights, from different fight cards. I mean, if they have a fight yeah. island and Dana calls you, are, I mean, you obviously said you're ready to go, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. As long as I had enough, a few weeks notice so that I can just cut the weight. But unless unless someone's happy to be like, yeah, look, we're not making weight. We're fighting it this way. And it's someone who's small, then yeah, but I'm not going to fight some big bitch, you know, like right. I have in the past. So that's, they're just going to sit on me and I'm going to lose my, you know, my contract because this is my fourth fight. It's my fourth fight deal. That's all I've got. And if I'm not losing, I'm not taking a risk like that right now. So I've got to be a little bit smarter with this fight. So I'm kind of like committing my all to it. But yeah, I definitely just want to um, fight it straight away and get it done. Yeah. So you would fight at 125 win. saying if it was a straw weight, not cutting weight. Yeah, yeah. Like a straw weight girl like myself who lose a couple kilos. Like we're losing like five kilos tops. Like, you know, yeah. have a max out. But it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. Yeah. No, I mean some girls cut a lot of weight to make that twenty five. Yeah, like I mean, I'm not even talking shit about my last opponent. I don't care that she she missed weight. Like she missed weight. It was a bit concerning because I already had gone up to fly, you know? Mm-hmm. And she missed fly. And like, um uh checking her record, like she's fought at Bantam before. 
mean, if you fought if you fought a bantam, you must have cut some weight to get to bantam. At least yeah. a few kilos. You're a little thick. And I'm like, and I'm like, I walk at that. I walk <laughs> at bantam. You know, so for me, I'm just like, that's that's that's, you know, it, it can scare someone when it comes to power and stuff and weight, like. But yeah, you know, obviously I paid the price for that. But um, it's as I said, learning process, and I took the risk, and I wanted the challenge, and I got it, and that's why. You know, I feel like I can do better at 115. What do you feel you learned from your last fight? I feel like um, sometimes, you know, you can't train. You can't train your chin to not get dropped. You can't train anything. You can't train your body. I mean, you can be conditioned and do a bit of, you know, want things like that. But um, I feel like my basics are lacking. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I'm really good at doing really hard things random things and the ones and twos are not there so that's what i've been working on the last um few months. Um, i've been training with um besides my coach i've been training with a, an olympic boxer uh his name is luke jackson and he's based um in the eastern suburbs down here and i've been training with him once a week and getting in that fundamental boxing in and really tightening up the game and you know from hand speed to accuracy and all so He's great, he's tough, and he's got the fighting mentality, and he understands it all, so I don't have someone, just a random coach, like, he's been through a lot, and he's really smart and educated in that field, so I trust in him, and I'm happy to see where it goes from there. So is it safe to say, you know, with this new meal plan, with this new boxing coach, we could see a huge evolution in the 187 era? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I really like to think so. I mean, um, I don't make any promises. I never promised to, as I always say, I don't promise to win, but I always promise a war and I always promise to to grow in each camp and that's something that I can say to date. I've, I've always done. Yeah. So I, I commit to my I commit to my word. Now you spoke earlier about a fight possibly being in the works. Is there anything you can tell us about that fight? Well I don't think it's gonna happen anymore. Let's just say their their parent was meant to be an American. Okay. So it's kind of so hard to have I, I an American fight an international fighter yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Um, it looks like it's going to be someone else. God knows from where, though. Could yeah. Be Brazil could be anywhere. Like, wherever that wherever we can be together. You know what I mean? And, and it's so weird because we don't even really know, like, what groups could be together. You know what I mean? Like, uh, are, yeah. can the Brazilians go somewhere where the Australians can make it? Or is that going to be a problem, too? I don't really know how this yeah, whole thing right. works. How do private islands work? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's meant, exactly. It's just meant to be like, whoever can leave the country can leave the country and go. And, and uh, if I can leave and just be quarantined for two weeks, I'll do it. Of course. It's nothing. I'll be cheering and we'll be eating like a fat bitch for two weeks in that quarantine. <laughs> I'll be, you know, after dieting and all that. So, like, I want to be sitting there, like, having to train and all that. I can just chill and do what you got to do. Yeah, and I'm sure the UFC will like put you up in a nice little spot to quarantine at for 14 days. Oh, no, they've got two budget. Nah, they're, they're big, pretty good. They're good. I'm sure. No, but definitely. Yeah. Now, for you, you're still very young in this game. I mean, you're what, yeah. 23, 24? Yeah, I'm 24. 24 years young. So, I mean, your prime is still, you know, six years ahead of you easily. What do you want out of this when you're all said and done and you hang up your gloves? What do you want to be remembered for? Um, honestly, when I first started this sport, I never really wanted to be a champion. And I always said that. 
and I, I had the encouragement alongside me, you could be a champion, blah, blah, blah. But I never wanted that type of pressure on me, mm-hmm. but I can't handle it. It's more like I didn't want it. Um, it was always for myself. And all I wanted to do is be remembered as someone, you know, who obviously made it in this sport, and especially in this country, because there's there's no, at, at the moment, there's like, I'm the only Australian living female UFC fighter. The other two are in the States. And the other two that used to be in the UFC have been cut, right? So, like, for me, that's an accomplishment in itself. I made the UFC. You know, I have won in the UFC. Um, and even though it has, like, it doesn't matter. You know, I've given it my all. And all I want to remember, before someone that has heart and never gave up and, you know, gave it everything, no, no matter who says otherwise, um, I don't know the And the people that know me personally know that I have given it you know, 100%. And that's really it for me. Now, especially for you too, uh, I, I think that there's so much more to you that people don't even understand. Like you're such a much more complex person. Like I've got to know you more on a personal level than on a professional level. Yeah. And I, I feel like people don't even, they, yeah. they barely get to see your, your onion. They get to see a small layer of you. Um, but I, I definitely feel like your prime is a couple years ahead of you and you're going to excel in this sport and you're going to do big things. And you're, you're going to be known as one of the best Australian MMA fighters, not even just women. Thank you. That, that means a lot to me. Yeah, I love that. Appreciate it. No, yes, for sure. So especially just you know for young women in australia like you said you're the only one currently living in australia that they have to look up to you know it's great and i do get a lot of great support and messages on instagram as well from um even older women than myself like you know in their 30s or uh, or whatever it is and it's, it's really great to see and i've actually like made friends with one or two girls through instagram that are from sydney and that have you know sent some positive vibes towards me and you know, we've we've hung out and we've become friends, and it's been amazing. Um, and then the other girls who you know throw shade and they're trying to fight you, like they're from your country, like from Australia, and they they are trying to get their way into the UFC, and they try like, oh yeah, we should fight and things like that. Um, <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, they made posters. I won't drop anyone's name, but this person's made a poster about it. And then when I commented saying something, you know, they get their friends to like. And I say things towards me on Instagram. I just laugh because I'm like, if you're actually from Sydney, I would literally come to your house, eh? <laughs> I would come to your house and kill you. But lucky you're from another state. You're safe <laughs> over there. <laughs> so no one, but no one from here, no one from here would dare say a word to me. And I dare them to. But I'm not. But I'm, I'm really friendly and I, I don't come across like that. But if someone does cross my path, then feel prepared to feel the wrath because I'm all about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she's a nice quiet young lady then one second later she will 187 you just trying to be all like i'm just trying to stick to my own and mind my own damn business but yeah if you if you want a job something else then yes we can be down if you like and be arranged <laughs> but yeah trying to avoid that shit no, for sure. Well, I appreciate your time today. I don't want to take too much more of it. I want to give you an opportunity to, to give a shout out to your sponsors, teammates, fans, anyone that's really helped you along your MMA journey. Okay, so here's my sponsor list. I've got Cryoscience and Strathfield, Australian top team, uh, Anomaly Performance, Being Healthy Chef, uh, The Fight Dietitian, um, and the Sports Cairo um, Gokche, who works at Body Fit in Auburn. 
paper nailed all my sponsors and I'm sorry if I missed anybody. But of course, I'm very thankful for everyone that's helped me along the way, from my training partners um, to my family and to my personal friends as well, especially during this time. And I want to thank you, of course, for having me on. I always enjoy speaking to you. And we'll speak soon, definitely. No, definitely. Especially when you get this fight book, we will definitely be announcing it here. Where can the fans find you on social media? Yes, uh, my Instagram name is Nadia187Kassam. And that's it. And there you guys have it, Miss Nadia187 Kasim, the pride of Australia. Thank you for uh, joining us today, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Me too. Thank you. guys welcome back nadia cassian thank you for joining us yet again the pride of australia i really feel like that young lady is going to be going places if it's not in the ufc whatever her next contract brings her whether it's bellator or somewhere else i really feel like she has a bright future she's still very young 24 she can make her way if she doesn't you know stay in the ufc she can easily make her way back into the ufc after this yeah. waleed this has been 59 episodes of our show it it's our very first one on a video, so I appreciate you and all the time that you give us for this. I want to sit back and think about what the fuck's going on, and it's just a wild time to be living in right now and just everyone going through it. So I want everyone to be safe out there. Think about you know what you're doing. Think about you know the germs that you could be spreading around or not spreading around. Stay home. Stay safe. That's the most important thing right now. Wally, while your country's on lockdown, my fucking entire country's on lockdown pretty much. It's a, it's a wild time to live in. So like I said, everyone just stay safe and stay classy. Yeah, uh, every country is on lockdown right now. I believe people are uh, getting more and more tired of uh, staying home, which is uh, weird because you are just right. staying home. How can you get tired if you're not doing shit? <laughs> so it's it's funny, It's uh, but uh, I understand them. People want to go outside. People want to go back to their lives. People have I think plans. people are just getting cabin fever. People have plans for 2020. People wanted 2020 to be their years or, you know what? It is what it is. After all this uh, is done, let's, you know, let's be better person. Let's be better human being. Let's protect more the planet. Let's be more healthy. Let's eat yes. more, let more healthy, healthier. Let's uh, practice more sports. Let's be nicer. Let's, you know, let's, let's not go back to our bad behavior, but let's, Reach you know, yeah. Let's uh, maybe, yeah. I'm telling them. I'm telling them, man. <laughs> I'm telling them. So, yeah, so it is what it is. What I like to hear. More positivity, damn it. Don't be yeah. a dickhead like me. I'm a dickhead. Sorry, guys. Anyways, man, I hopefully Bellator figures their shit out. We can go and catch some cards. I, I want to get you to an event. Hopefully they come out to France very soon, and hopefully they allow media back to them. I think media, unfortunately, for you fans, is going to get there before the fans. But uh, I, I honestly don't think we're going to be – fans will be attending events for a better part of a year, at least. Yeah, I don't think... I, I believe uh, maybe in 2021 we will have events with the full crowd. Yeah, crazy. I mean, even the WWE, they had no fans for their WrestleMania. It was one of the strangest WrestleManias I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh, at first, when I 
read that they will do the WrestleMania. I was I was thinking like why, but you know you know what? I actually give them props, and I think that that's that's very it's, that's it's the, what we needed. Yeah, it's not it's the least selfish move that WWE ever made. It was a great distraction. It was two yeah. nights worth of distractions that we didn't have to think about this coronavirus shit. We didn't yeah. have to think about lockdown. It was just a good family entertainment for me and my boy. My wife even watched a little bit of it, and she hates wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but we enjoyed it. It was a good times and uh, props to them for doing everything they do. And I can't wait. Dana, man, Dana's going to do everything he can to get the UFC back. That dude, I, I put so much faith in him. I want to give him props for everything that he tried to do, getting that card in April to come all together. It, it, literally everybody stood in his way and told him that he couldn't do it. And he was going to get it pulled off until the top executives of Disney called him and said, hey, listen, we can't do it. It, it's yeah. just it, 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 we can't have it go on. So he said, all right, I'll stand down. But if it wasn't for that, we would have seen that fight go down a couple weeks ago. But we are going to get that fight in May. Here we go next weekend. I can't wait. Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson, interim lightweight title. It isn't Khabib versus Tony like we all thought, but it's a pretty good consolation prize. I could say so myself. And it gave more time for Gagey to prepare for the fight. Yes, so it makes Gagey even more dangerous. Yeah, for Gagey, it's uh, it it worked out very good for him. For for Tony, I don't know. We will see. For Tony, I don't believe that it affected him at, at all. Maybe it's no. Maybe it affected him because now he had time to change his game plan. Because for sure, when you fight a guy like Habib, you have a very clear game plan because nobody fights like Habib. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it will be a great fight. I hope that this fight will happen. I hope that we don't have a cancellation in the last minutes. Even though I would have to say, I will not be surprised if, if it happens. Now, any last words before we get into the UFC 249 next week? Uh, not really. Uh, Darren Till's Instagram account is the best Instagram account right now. He's, For he's, sure. He's, he is keeping quarantine great again. He, he's actually on that black beast level which is hard you know but he's, he's on talking that shit to everybody too no one's off limits even like people who like comment on his stuff he'll go after them like yeah i'm gonna fuck your mom too so if you are <laughs> if you're an mma fan you need to follow those two for to have a laugh and the one that you don't need to follow is hector lombard because uh it's wow. the weirdest crazy uh, unentertaining uh useless account just about politics, not even the right <laughs> way. Just insulting, like it's 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 funny, but it's sad. It's uh, it's weird. Uh, just don't follow it along. By give that, that one an unfollow. Why don't you? Yeah, give give him an unfollow. <laughs> follow him just to unfollow him one time. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up. Episode fifty nine. Thank you for joining us yet again. As always, we are out. Peace.